This is the Tana Talks podcast, where we break all of the social media rules and we just keep it real. No filters, no Photoshop, just real people having real talks. I'm your host, Montana Duran. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Tana Talks podcast. It's me, Montana, and hello, episode 25. Wow, five is my favorite number. And 25 is, like, my second favorite number. So I'm very excited to be doing this. It is right now Tuesday morning at, like, 5 a.m. because I've been battling a migraine for the last few days. I like to schedule out the interviews, you know, throughout the week. And then I do the intro part on Monday nights before they go live on Tuesday. But last night, I couldn't. I've just been really – if you guys have migraines, you know – They are literally so hard to deal with, and so I've been dealing with that, so I tried to do this last night, and I couldn't, so I just set my clock and took my medicine and woke up this morning, and I'm feeling much better, so sorry that this is coming out a little bit later than usual, but I think y'all will be fine, because it will still be like 7 a.m. before it comes out, so I love you guys. I mean, I'm just trying to be authentic with you guys, but... I am so grateful, 25 episodes, I'm so grateful for those of you that listen, those of you that support this podcast, those of you that make up this community, I love each and every one of you, and I will never stop loving you, I'm always in prayer for you guys and whoever's listening, that you get something out of each and every episode, that you learn something new and really enjoy what you're listening to so I want to give you what you deserve and what you want so send me content ideas questions emails anything I have the Instagram for the podcast at Tana Talks Podcast you can send it there you can send it to my email you can send it to anchor you can send it to a text anything you want I'm here for you and and any suggestions you have I always listen to it because This is not about me. This is about you guys. This is about Jesus. This is about our stories. This is about community. And yeah. So today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But I wanted to kind of, since it is shorter, recap life. What's been going on. And then we'll get into our interview because it's really good. So Georgia has lifted the ban. Um slowly I guess um things are getting back to normal even though it doesn't really feel normal so the only thing that I've really done is I went to the park um the past two weekends which was nice and it's nice people you can tell are very hesitant about going full-on back to normal like I think it's crazy people are eating in restaurants that's crazy to me um I'm not there yet but it's all good. Um, I'm still working from home, like a lot of the world. And I think I will be for a while. I'm going to be honest with you. So I've kind of really had to face that and learn a better routine. And I feel like this quarantine, I went through literally every single emotion there is. And that there's been parts of me that has like had to heal through some things that I thought I might have been healed from but I wasn't so 
been doing a lot of like self-reflection, which I think is really needed. And I think that there's things that, you know, in our day-to-day lives, we're so busy. So we don't have time to deal with our emotions or process things or, or really heal from things all the way because we're living such busy and crazy lives. And that that sometimes God wants to like slow us down to really get down to the root of what's going on and, and, and who we are and all these things. So I've been really trying to do a lot of reflection and healing and things and, and learning and all of that. So I hope you guys are too because um, for the foreseeable future, I feel like we're going to be doing this for a little, little while longer. Um, I know my company is taking this really serious so I don't know when I'm going back to my office and and if I do I don't know what normal is I I don't know you know normal is such a weird concept because none of us are normal nothing's ever normal but this new normal of you know even when I do go back to the office is it going to be the same it's just it's wild and then even like when you're in public and you're with people it's still like it's like a new normal And for a lot of things, I think it's good to have a new normal, but it's just, it feels weird. It kind of feels like we're like in a movie or something, and I don't know. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I have had my nephews. We all live together. So I have two nephews. I have six nieces and nephews total, but two that live with me. And they're boys. There's five and ten. So... Uh, we've had good days. We've had bad days. I have learned so much through watching them while trying to work and trying to help them do school and make them lunch and, and take care of them, make sure they're okay, make sure they're not like beating each other up. So there's good days and there's bad days at that. And I have learned so much about myself through watching my nephews and trying to do all this. I have so much respect for moms and nannies and au pairs and people that take care of kids for a living. I People always say, like, it's different when it's your own and it's different when it's your own. And, I, and I'm sure that's true, but I have learned that it is so hard. And um, <laughs> being a mom is so hard and it's honestly a thankless job. Uh, these kids, like, literally... <laughs> you do so much behind the scenes and they don't realize it and then they'll get you know sometimes with kids like they wake up and it can be a good day and it can be a bad day and you don't know sorry guys I literally just (laughs) yawned I told you it's 5 a.m so that's just me being authentic guys and I have like my morning voice so this is so I bet sounds so good. I'm sorry you can fast forward if you don't want to if you don't want a recap of the past few weeks. And so, yeah, mad respect for all you moms. So that's my life. Quarantine nephews working from home, but personally, I've been learning a lot. I like I told you guys I've been healing um dealing with things, processing things. And I had Tiffany on episode, I don't know the number, but it's called Unity and Diversity. And she is a writer and she suggested that she started by writing letters to God. And so I love to write guys, but there's been 
over the past quarantine, like I had no desire to write and I started writing again and I started writing letters to God and it's a weird concept, but I think that sometimes I'll say this somewhere in the face, we overcomplicate things and just writing a letter like you would to a friend. Um, the first couple were really angry letters and God's not scared of your anger. So if you're mad at him, let him know. And so you can move on. And then they're nicer now. And my ideas, I've been getting more ideas. I've been writing like poems and like, it might not be the prettiest thing or the most poetic thing that I can do, or it might not be the best writing, but it doesn't matter because it's just trying to get those internal things out. I also started because one of my favorite podcasters and hosts and just all around girl bosses talks about this openly on her radio show about writing letters to her future husband, like a dear future husband journal. And she's like a hopeless romantic. And so I got these thin little notebooks and one of them's for God, one of them's for my future husband. And I've been writing letters to him in the hopes of giving it to him one day if he exists. (laughs) So he does. He for sure does. But yeah, I've also, I was reading this book because I'm in a book club. I know. Wow. Reading a book. It's very, it's, it's, it's 2020 guys. I'm reading books again for fun, not just for school. So it's called The Way of the Warrior. It's by Erwin McManus. And I was reading this chapter yesterday and it really did something to me because it was all about being a warrior and finding that inner peace. And he told us, uh, there was like a couple lines and it was about how your scars tell a story and your wounds are really your strength and there's honor and strength and there's beauty in all, in all of this and in your weaknesses, like God is made strong. And I know I, I've talked about this, about my accident, um, and it happened in October, and I have this really ugly scar on my hand. I And I look down at my hand, and I hate it. I'm always putting lotion on it. I'm always putting, like, vitamin E oil because I want the scar to go away. And when I read that in the book, I was like, oh, my gosh, why are you coming for me that your scars tell a story? And I, and I looked at that, and I'm like, wow, like, this tells a story. Like, I literally could have been going one or two miles faster and been dead, And it was really bad. And and I I looked down at the scar on my hand and I'm like, yeah, that's where something almost took me out, but it didn't. And and it's like, I got to keep going and it's part of my story. And, and it's, and it's really just trying to like find peace in that because it's not just scars on the outside because there's a lot of scars that we have on the inside. I know for me, there's things I've been through in my family with my with my dad, with my brothers, with personal relationships that have really left me scarred. And your scars are not ugly. Your scars are not something to be ashamed of. Your scars are 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 beautiful and they make you who you are and they tell a story of who you are and and we're all on this journey together and so our scars are beautiful. Your scars are beautiful. It might not be an outer wound. It might be those internal ones that nobody knows about, but but don't hide them. I think 
there's so much beauty in our pain and and they're all part of our part of our story and and like I say on this podcast there's power in your story your story can genuinely change someone's life I think it can save somebody's life and so we're going to get into that a little bit on today's episode with our guest and it's a little bit shorter because we're going to shout out Elijah right now because Elijah has been really helping me get out of my comfort zone. He helped me make a questionnaire. He helped me just learn to DM people on Instagram and be like, come on my podcast. And I'm, I am so, guys, I have battled with like social anxiety and social awkwardness legit my whole life. And so Elijah's like, Montana, you've got to do it. Just do it. Um, so I did. So I DM'd this person on Instagram that I had literally never met before this interview. We Zoom called and did the interview. And at the beginning, you can tell I'm nervous. And I'm sorry, guys. I was, you know, this is the quickest interview I've ever had. But we went through the questions. And he was a really great guy. His name's Josh. I hope you guys love this interview. He's really cool. Check him out on social media. And we kind of talk about how your story, you know, there's power in it. And don't be scared to share it. So I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Be sure you're following the podcast page on Instagram because there's going to be some exciting things for episode 25 that I'm going to do later on this week. So be sure you're following that with updates. Be sure if you're enjoying this podcast to rate it, leave a review on Apple if you have a second. It really, really, really helps. And I love you guys. I mean it. Here's today's episode. All right. So do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. So my name is Josh Andrew. I live in Omaha, Nebraska. I um, serve and work at a church called My City Church. I also okay. have a business called John 15 Media. It's a digital marketing agency where we oversee um, around 30 different companies' social media on a daily basis. So it's a little bit about me. Um, I'm a big coffee guy, and um, I am addicted to um, Chipotle. I mean, I feel like there's worse things you could be addicted to. Right. <laughs> so have you always lived in Omaha so I moved here around three years ago. I was in I actually transitioned from um, a business school in South Dakota to um, a Bible college in Omaha. And then I ended up leaving the Bible college to just become full-time available at our church um, and then also launch my business. Wow. That's what, that was going to be my next question. Did you go to like business school for this? Yep. So are you a pastor? You're a pastor, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of comp complicated um just the way so our, understandable our, um the way our church works is it's kind of more of like a leadership pipeline so regardless of what type of credibility you have you still have to work through the church um so it goes team member assistant leader leader coach director pastor and i'm at the director level right now so um i'm second in line of our whole campus um in the downtown omaha area that has about 300 plus people on a weekly basis and we launched in February so wow this past February yeah literally a couple we were only a church for six weeks before COVID-19 how has that impacted everything it's been interesting honestly <laughs> it's been a, it's been a learning experience for all of our teams and we had a like we had our operations leadership night I oversee the operation operational side of the church which is about two-thirds of our church um and just telling them like it's kind of been cool watching the transition of like 
there's nothing to do right now besides take care of people. Yeah. Um, so honestly, it's been really great for us to just kind of um, reset, get ready, and um, almost relaunch the church. So um, we have a central campus as well that's been a church for almost three years. But yep. Wow, that's awesome. I can't, that's, that's crazy though, because I'm a part of a church plant. And so we've even seen, it's just like so crazy. Like everything's just put on hold as far as like growing. And so you're just trying to take care of everybody and everything. So it's, it's, that's wild. I couldn't imagine February and then March. So yeah, literally six weeks. So what made you want to get started with digital marketing and social media and stuff like that? Yeah, I think I always had a passion for just social media in general. I really had no idea that it was going to turn into a business. I actually started a um, Instagram called John 15 Ministries probably like three years ago and just really felt called to just post positive encouragement devotions on on the platform. And then and it turned it into just kind of growing and growing and people started under, like asking me questions about social media. And then I actually had a couple of companies ask me to run their social media and I said no, because I was in college and I just I didn't have time to do that. I really didn't understand the way marketing actually worked. Um, but then they said, no, we'll pay you. And I said, okay, then I'll do it. <laughs> and, um, then I ended up doing it and just um, really felt like it was something I was supposed to do. It's just launch the business and it's been really cool watching it grow. And yeah, that's kind of a short summary, but I've always just um, loved this stuff to be creative and to watch things grow. I love statistics and just analytics and stuff like that. I just started this like Instagram for this podcast and that's literally how I found you. So I think that's crazy because I literally was one of the people before I started this that I never posted maybe like once every six months, like I never cared about it. And then when you start something and you try to like grow it and you realize how much is actually in it, I have so much respect for people that do that because I, it's so overwhelming. It's, it's a lot of time. I'm on Instagram like 14 hours a day when I'm not um, doing (sighs) stuff. Um, just Instagram alone. So it's, it's busy and it's fun, but it's rewarding and it's cool to watch businesses grow. And um, we've helped a lot of businesses start up and stuff like that as well. So it's been really cool. Wow. So one of the questions I did ask about before this was how it positively be positively like social media has affected you because mm-hmm. this podcast is all about like um, just kind of people telling their story, like just letting those filters go and just like a safe space for that so I see how it's positively impacted your life but is there any ways that it's like negatively impacted your life yeah I think the biggest thing for me is the time like I said before like the 14 hours like I do like I have friends I have a whole church to take care of I have a girlfriend like all this stuff is very like that's something that a priority so it's really hard for me to like put my phone down sometimes and just be um, in the moment versus like taking care of um, what I'm getting paid to do. So, um, yeah, I'd say that just the time commitment has been challenging at times, but just being able to set proper boundaries to make sure that, um, I'm good. My mental health is good. And then I'm also taking care of the people who I can actually connect with like in person as well. So. Yeah, that's crazy. You do seem to have like a lot on your plate, but you still need time for this. So we appreciate your time. We won't waste it. (laughs) Um, so what are some maybe difficult situations that you've been through or, you know, kind of the backstory of how you wanted to become a pastor? Like, were you raised in church? You know, what kind of led you to where you're at now? Yeah. So I was not raised in church (laughs) at all. Um, I actually wasn't. I, in middle school, I went to a youth group on Wednesday nights just to eat pizza and hang out with my friends, did not listen to the message, messed around all the time. Our small group was kind of a joke. And then 
um, freshman year, there was like a couple different circumstances with like pretty bad car accident that I caused, like me and my friends almost killed me and all my friends. Um, I, I was an athlete, so I really had a passion for football and basketball. Um, and I ended up tearing my ACL and meniscus. So that kind of took away everything that I had planned. Um, and then I also was kind of in a toxic relationship at that time, kind of like um, causing a lot of anxiety in my life, like actual clinical anxiety. Um, and then um, in, in the same youth group, we had a guest speaker, and I really like felt um, super overwhelmed, honestly, just by the Holy Spirit and started crying, had no idea what was going on. Um, and then my youth leader at that time kind of grabbed a hold of me and met with me on a weekly basis. And um, I, I started to intern when I was 17 at the church. Um, and then by 18, I was actually working at the church and really felt called to just um, pastor and have to um, be in the local church and building that. Um, so that's kind of like the short summary of the the why behind why I do what I do and serve on a daily basis for our local church. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's <laughs> a crazy story. I think it's sometimes those situations like really they're so terrible, but they really, God really turns them around and uses them for good. And so, wow. Um, so <laughs> Jesus has really impacted your life. I guess you could say like, even in your businesses, John, what was it? John 15? Yeah. John 15 media is the marketing agency. That's what it's called. Yeah. I love that. I'll have to look that up. Um, so he's really impacted like kind of everything you did from that moment. And I think that's, I think that's incredible. Um, when you talk about like going through some overwhelming things and anxiety and stuff like that, do you see, does social media kind of fuel that now? Like how can you, how do you balance like that? Because I was in school for psychology and a lot of our, like my last senior year was a bunch of research about how the social media levels like trigger that. So is it, have you noticed that it's kind of hard to balance there on some, sometimes? Um, I would say no. And I think a lot of it is just the, like the why of me being on social media. Like I'm yeah. not on social media to like try to be famous. I'm not trying to compare myself to other people. I'm generally trying to just add value to people. Um, and I think when you go on social media and try to put it about others instead of yourself, really hard to be nervous and anxious about something when it isn't about you in the first place um so being able to really focus on other people and making sure their businesses are growing other people are feeling valued when you're engaging with their content um, or their stories just making it about other people and it's really hard like i said to be anxious about your who you are when you're not focused on yourself you're focused on adding value and genuinely caring about other people's content Wow. I love that answer because I think so many of these marketing, other marketing places just care about money and like the bottom line and you actually genuinely care about people. So you seem to have like a super level head to be someone that's on social media for 14 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I, I know how it grows. Like I know how, I know how platforms grow. I know how businesses grow through social media and it's not about pushing crazy amount of ads. It's not about making the best content. It's not it's genuinely about adding value to people. Um, just like any other thing, it's like a podcast, it's like a church. If it's not about um, serving us, it's serving others is the priority. So, yeah. Wow. That's really good. Have you ever done like a break from it? Like a, like a few days or something? Uh, yeah. So I have specific times throughout the week where I'll have my phone off usually on like tonight from six to eight, my phone will be off. It's date night. So 
have a very specific um, intentional time with Lexi. And, Love that. Yeah. So I like, I believe um, just like anything, like our mental health, it can either go from design or default. Um, just like our relationships, just like our jobs, you either design it or you go to default. And a lot of times default looks like, um, like being anxious or um, thinking about yourself too much or but design is designing something that generally um, helps people not hurts people so wow that is good wow I just have a couple more questions I won't take up too much time but what is something that you wish was more openly talked about maybe in church or in society in general um I I think I've maybe you have asked me or somebody else asked me this question. I honestly thought about, I believe the biggest thing right now is I think a lot of people like have the quote unquote, like Christian influencer title or um, And honestly, it's, it's all built on the local church. Um, yeah. So I think right now the big push, in my opinion, the open conversation needs to be serving at your local church, whatever that looks like. And, um, not getting offended by your pastor, not talking to you, um, not being offended by um, like you not getting a specific title or stage time, because that's not what it's about. It's about serving at your local church and generally caring about your community. Um, so I honestly think that's a huge narrative right now where people just want um, followers, or they just want clout, or they just want like to speaking engagements. And that stuff is really great. And I do believe that God uses that. But I also think that um, the past 2,000 years, God has used the local church to move his kingdom, and it doesn't stop with our generation. So honestly, that's what I push um, in any conversation with people is, um, like, are you serving at your local church, regardless of what title you have, um, regardless of anything else besides genuinely caring about the vision of your city and caring about souls? So that would be my answer. Yeah, I love that. My pastor, um, he's talked about how he – spent his whole life scrubbing toilets and he's like more of what you do is behind the scenes and you're ever on like on a platform so I think how you handle those small things is really what elevates you like or even not it might not you might always be cleaning toilets right. yeah I think it's, <laughs> it's all about obedience and availability like saying yes but also just being available being available for your pastor to like have you clean toilets or um, mop the floors whatever that looks like um, yeah. I genuinely think that's what moves the needle. Um, like leadership is influence. That's all it is. So that is good. So um, I like to have this platform as authenticity, vulnerability, just like real talks like that. So how do you think people could be more authentic in their everyday life? Because I think it's kind of scary sometimes. Yeah, I think. Um, I actually talked about this last night. I think it's a lot of our perspective of our, as an individual, what people are going to think about us. Because um, I don't think people are scared to communicate their scars. I think they're, they're scared the response of the people they're talking to, the audience yeah. that they are, like people that are looking at them, people that are reading their social media posts. They're like, what are they going to think about me? Maybe they're going to think that I'm less than, maybe they think that I'm a weirdo. Maybe they think I'm a pervert, whatever that is. Um, I honestly think that that's, and we have to have the mentality that people generally do like us. Um, like you cannot walk your way through life, not being a little bit of confident sometimes in who you are and who God's called you to be. Um, I think like second Timothy two, one, like 
um, Paul's talking to Timothy and Timothy's running a huge church and he's super young and he says, be strong in the grace for those who are in Christ Jesus. Um, so any young leader, I always talk to like, be strong in the grace, be strong in the grace, be strong in the grace. Um, cause if you're open about your story, um, your scars, your mistakes, um, your sin, that type of stuff, it opens up other people and they generally want to listen to you. Um, I've consistently told my leaders on a daily basis that people do love them and want to hear what they have to say. Um, and just like anybody listening to this, like people do love you and want to hear what you have to say. Your story needs to be heard. There's somebody on the other line of the um, phone that needs to hear um, what you're talking about in your story. So that would be my um, ramble. No, that is so good. That is, that's what I will preach until I'm dead because for so long, I think I was one of those people that like was so scared to speak up and I thought, oh my God, everyone can be used but me. But then when you realize that, no, that is just a lie, then I think, no, I love that. I love that. And so last question, what have you been working on in this quarantine recently? What are you been learning about, you know, like a check-in? Yeah, I think I obviously, um, with the church, we're still, we're still rolling. We're having services on Sundays. We are taking care of teams. Like I have, I'm a service leader for two of our services. So we're seeing all that service, making sure everything's being structured and um, correctly done. And, um, but also just taking care of um, my business and making sure it's running smoothly and um, all day, every day running the business. And then um, just taking care of Lexi and making sure we're good and hanging out and having fun and um, eating a lot of Chick-fil-A and Chipotle, like a lot, like disgustingly amount. It's fine though. Yes. How, um, how long have you and Lexi been together? Yeah. Crazy story. So we were, yeah, of, let's hear it. <laughs> we were kind of friends for like seven months. I definitely chased her real hard for like seven, Good. seven months. Um, so we have been like dating, dating for like three, but that whole time we were practically dating. It wasn't like a, just a friend thing. We were um, so it's hard to, I would say officially three months, but it's felt like a year or so. So yeah, it's like, a lot of fun. Is she like the one? Oh yeah. I okay. That's I, what I would like to check in and make sure. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't date someone if I didn't want to, um, eventually make a next step with them. I think that's a waste of time wasting her time. So good. Well, does Lexi like want to come on the podcast? Yeah. I, I okay. think I would, I would stretch her a lot. Um, okay, I'll like DM her. I'm like learning how to DM people and ask yeah, them. To you just gotta send it. That's what I do with my YouTube channel. You just send it. You just ask people. Yes. Well, we have had you, and now we'll have Lexi. And we'll get her side of things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, where can people find you? What are like all your profiles? Like, tell us all. Oh, I'm on all platforms, and it's Josh N. Andrew um, so Instagram Facebook um, YouTube is just Josh Andrew so typical platforms I'm on there and you can find me on there yes well thank you again do you have anything you'd like to say before we finish this recording um, thank you for inviting me I I feel so encouraged and um, lifted when I'm on these and you've been so um, you've been so uh, encouraging you've been uplifting I think that what you're doing right now is super um, important People need to hear what you are creating and um, the content you're producing is really great. I saw it and I looked at it and I enjoyed it. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, don't, don't look at us like a small number and think that it's not making an impact because you're making an impact with people. So keep it up. Thank you. I really have truly enjoyed this and all of your answers. It's 
you're awesome and people will check you out. People, it might be small, but they are loyal. Come on. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So okay, much. I'm going to stop this. Well, guys, that was Josh. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. I really enjoyed getting to know Josh. We are having Lexi on soon, so stay tuned for that. Be sure you're following the podcast page on Instagram. Check out Josh's Instagram. It will be there within the next few hours because today is Tuesday when I'm recording this. So it will be there, and check it out. Check him out. Check all of the pages out, the YouTubes everything so i love you guys i mean it be sure to like this podcast rate it review it whatever it really does help but remember there's power in your story i love you and i mean it bye